Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And we are uh, slowly creeping into the Christmas holiday season by the time this one comes out. Not really slowly creeping in. We're creeping in. This will be like two weeks in the we're almost, second monday at this time of recording we're almost on we're almost upon thanksgiving day so i no, don't know what I, you're talking about well this comes out like the second monday no, i know but i'm just saying christmas season is like basically it's almost here so yeah i mean some people start celebrating as soon as halloween's over and some people are horrible and start celebrating before halloween is over yes uh but because nothing is sacred nothing is sacred um but what comes with holiday seasons? Well, I know what the topic is, so yeah, family portraits. Family Christmas cards. Yeah, Christmas cards. <laughs> Christmas cards, which require, if some people want to add their pets into it, which we are people who do yearly Christmas cards with our pets, yeah. themed. Yep. They're adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you have to take photos of animals. Yeah. Yeah. And I have heard from people, photos of animals are hard to do. Depends on the animal. Depends on the animal. Depends. And the kind of photo you're trying to get. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I thought uh, uh, tips about photographing animals might be helpful to people. If. Okay, go for it. Yeah, okay. I was speaking banter. I was leaving room you're, for banter. You're, you're qualified as a professional photographer. Are you? No. No, <laughs> I don't have a photography degree. I just take a lot of photos. I mean, I knew. You do take good photos. Thank you. I have compos. I know how composition works because I have I mean, an art degree. We don't frequently take the posed animal photos that we do for Christmas photos sometimes. No. For our holiday cards. So, um, no. Those, those are a pain. Posing is hard. Yeah, yeah getting those, posed. Those can be a pain. Having, I have, okay, so, um, tip number one on taking photos of animals. Take multiple photos. You're going to have to. Um, yeah. I think that's just a generally good photography tip. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get it on the first one. you got to kind of do a couple of them. You can also, if you have a fancy camera, you can modify shutter speed, things like that. Um, I know cell phones is how most people take cameras. Um, taking them with a motion motion catching or motion blur and things like that helps uh some of them even have settings for like um you know what's what's cool about taking a picture on at least the iphone i, I can't speak to the android uh right. very much but um the thing that uh, people don't like which is live photos um there is actually a feature on live photos where you can actually pick which frame you want to be your primary photo yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, something that I, uh, when you take videos of animals, mm-hmm. uh, they'll select shots, which are clear shots, and you can take, uh, and they'll save photos out from that. So yeah. that's something that could what be helpful. Live photos. I assume it's an it's, Apple thing. Well, yeah, I know so, it's an Apple thing. So when you take a picture, a live photo is basically, and you can turn this feature off um, to just take regular still photos, but a live photo basically takes like, 
a couple of seconds before you take the picture and a couple of seconds after you take oh, the picture oh, okay. where you can get like a video of that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. And then from there you can go in and edit it and then kind of slide through the frames mm-hmm. that you, you captured. And then if you got a good frame in that little small space of time, mm-hmm. then you know, you can pick that as your yeah. primary photo. Hmm. Um, the one thing that is controversial about live photos is that, one, it's enabled automatically so that you don't actually... A lot of times, people don't know that it's enabled. So you can capture a moment that maybe you weren't intending to capture. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. lot of cheaters have been caught because they send their girlfriends live photos and then the girl steps into frame, like, right before, you know. So it's like, that's happened a lot. But then the other thing that people don't like is the fact that it records moments before you actually take the photo, Mm -hmm. which means that it's always recording, and that kind of existential knowledge freaks people out also. Yes. That's not okay. Live photos for you. Anyway, I have Android, so um, (laughs) they don't have that. No, they don't have that. No. Um, don't worry about it. If uh, they did, I would disable it. Yeah. I have my live photos disabled currently. But yeah, I do use it fair. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so, another thing, if you can, natural lighting is actually your best friend. There's something, has anyone heard of the golden hour? Oh, I've heard of that. I don't know when it is. Yeah, same. I've heard of it. it. I don't remember what it is. Hang on. I'll bring up a Definition. Live Google time. Danielle is telling you exactly when you need to take pictures of your animals in the natural lighting. Yes. Uh, I've done it with the dogs when I take them out sometimes. It it gives Now, is this accounting for daylight savings? So, okay. Let me explain. Okay. So, the golden... The golden hour. Um... What it is, is it's the hour right before sunset. Okay. So what it, it, it's that the time, it's a time frame where basically the sun is setting and the way the light reflects, it does a lot of really cool, warm, reflective light spectrum. It's like yellows and orange and reds. It also filters. It's less harsh. So mm-hmm. it's... The sun is a good... Uh, the sun... Staged... Light effect, yeah. The light gets very directional because it's heading down for the night. So that's what makes it um, very flattering because it'll mm-hmm. cast really nice shadows and softness. Basically, um, the sun is more amply diffused by the atmosphere. Exactly. Yeah. That is exactly. The golden hour is a great time. Uh, natural light in general is best. Like if you ever catch your cat in a sunspot, you get really nice photos from that. Which is pretty easy, because cats love sitting in the sun. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. taking pictures of them when they're asleep is a really good... Uh-huh. They'll push. usually be, like, languishing in the sun, so you should uh, you should take pictures of them. Yeah. Um, it's good. And so, um, getting down to a pet's level... Uh, so people think, oh, I point and shoot, and that's how I frame something. If I, like, have the animal in frame, that's how you do frame. Actually, when you do photography, what you should be taking consider of is, um, I know a lot of people have a lot more experience on where they can experiment with photographs because a lot of video games have, um, camera modes and photo modes that you can share online. Like, pretty much every open world has, like, some sort of camera mode so you can move and get, uh, like, I know the newest Pokemon game, you have your little phone can turn into a camera and you can, like, do little 
selfies with your Pokemon to put on your trainer card, things like that. Right. Um, so what you notice is uh, it's easier in a video game, obviously, because you have a still thing that's not moving. You get to move it around. But uh, And I know people taking in the age of selfies have learned higher angles give you better uh, photos of flattering. yourself. Right. People, Be- yeah. yeah. Or if you're taking scenery photographs, you want to do wide angle. Wide angle mm-hmm. works. Yeah. So for pets, it, getting different angles is helpful if you're trying to get a shot. So like getting down to their level, getting like, it, depending on what you're trying to do, if you want like a very majestic, like, like I have a picture of the dogs I took in the yard where they were both like, le- like I think Rue was laying, Mishka was standing, looking off into the distance. And I literally got down on my knees and like, framed it so it was Rue in the foreshot, Mishka in the background, and I was able to take it, and it was during the golden hours. So the lighting looked great. It looked like a professional photography. Yeah. Nice. So, um, you can do a lot of stuff like that yourself. Here's the thing. Take a lot of photos and just expect majority of them to be garbage. Like, expect one or two of yeah. them to actually be useful. Basically, if you're taking pictures and you don't like the one that you took, uh, just, just make sure you're taking a bunch of them. Yeah. Just, just go hog wild. Mm-hmm. You know, if the the point is, you can take 300 pictures and get 10 good ones. Yeah. Um, Sometimes that is genuinely the case. Yeah, and especially <laughs> with animals, more so. So humans, you can get them posed, tell them to do angles, tell them to do silly faces, tell them to look serious. Mm-hmm. Animals, they don't give a shit. Um, the if you want your animal to look in a certain direction, like maybe towards you or the camera, you can try making a really silly noise that you don't make that often. Or if you can whistle, you can whistle at your animal. Snapping your fingers. Yeah. Sometimes just doing something like <coughs> something yeah. they just don't hear often, like a weird sound. Um, clapping can also get their attention. Um, With cats sometimes just holding your hand up. Yeah. Like, Toys can also. Yeah. Um, those are excellent ways to get the attention because the idea of trying to photograph your animal is one, you're trying to capture them in their most natural state in a way you find cute. So just being very hyper aware and vigilant, like, um, I try to get my cats when they're asleep. I try, like, if I notice Oliver's being a little psycho, how he tends to be a little psycho is sometimes he'll sit on me and, like, try to, like, attack me, but he gets a very intense look, and that look is very beautiful. So I try to, when he's doing that, I'll try to get my phone and, like, take a picture of him staring me down because he's about to cut me. But <laughs> that moment before he gonna cut me, he has a gorgeous face, and I get to see all the details of his face. And it's very nice. close up. So keeping um, photos close up and in frame is really helpful um but if you're trying for something more like i want a particular photo or pose or i want my animal in a sweater if you know you're going to be doing things like that you must first get the animal accustomed to the sweater and also factor in time for this so let's say you are working on your cat's instagram you really want peanut butter to be the newest trend on Instagram or TikTok or whatever social media. And you're like, well, peanut butter has to wear his, his sweater. And we're going to take two seconds. I'm going to put his sweater on. Then we're going to have a beautiful photo group time or photography session. 
Here's the thing. Yeah, photo group time. Photo group time. I'm not a professional. I'm an art major. Mm-hmm. Not a photography major. Um, animals, you shove a sweater on an animal who isn't always wearing a sweater, they're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? I they're protest. Gonna I'm going <laughs> to roll over. over. Yeah. I'm going to. So if you're planning to do like an outfit or a silly thing, Put it in before you do any sort of actual time set aside to film and let them get used to it for the day. Ignore them. Let them. um, I also advise if you claim to do that, if you have them as a kitten or a puppy, start doing it then. If you know you want them to wear costumes. Uh, Reference our pet costume episode. Um, It worked out so well for us. Oh, it totally. Our animals will wear sweaters. Yeah. Now that they're not trying to chew everything. That's true. A lot of it was puppy. That was during the Velociraptor stage of (laughs) puppyhood. Yes. Ah! (laughs) They just eat everything. Chew everything. Mishka also, we learned Mishka likes V-necks. He doesn't like something too close to his collar. And also learning what your animal will tolerate. He has a sense of style, okay? Yes. There are certain things animals like uh, cats tend to not like things they can see in their peripheral because it freaks them out. Right. Um, so setting your animal up for um, wearing clothing is something you have to take into account um, and have them kind of comfortable before you want to do your epic uh, photo shoot of the six cats and three dogs in matching sweaters all lined up. I think um, it just, it requires a lot of patience. I think I heard a story from an actual, like, professional pet photographer on something I was listening to where basically they were doing, like, six family dogs in front of a Christmas tree. Oh my God. For a gift. Like, it was going to be for, like, the grandparents. There was editing, right? They had to edit. What they did was they had all everyone involved, so everyone had them on leashes in front of the tree. And then they got them in position. They had them looking. The person had set up their camera, because it was a professional photographer, so they set up the camera to take, like, 30 pictures in one second. And then on a go, everyone unhooked and ran out of frame, all the humans did. Oh, my goodness. And so <laughs> then out of the, like, before all the animals, like, scattered to the winds... Yep. They got, like, the perfect photo. Did they not immediately bolt? No, because they were confused by the sudden, like, one, two, three, everyone a hook, run! And the pets were like, what? What? Because they're just kind of, they all ran in the same direction, so the pets were looking in that direction before they went, okay, well, we're done. Mm -hmm. That's really smart. And, yeah. That only works once, though. Yeah, that's kind of... That's what they're well, like. Okay, we only got that one time, <laughs> and that's why the Hope photographer had like the rapid. Ideas. Yeah, it works that one time, and it was a wonderful gift I've heard. So it's like okay. So if you're doing something elaborate like that, you're obviously going to need something that has like an auto shooter. You're going to need help. Need the element of surprise. Um, another great thing that works if, let's say, you don't have a professional photographer, a fancy camera and a bunch of equipment and people on hand to wrangle the animals. You can do homemade, you can do a lot of, Heath, do you want to talk about Christmas cards since you have a lot of experience with like those programs and things like that? 
And collage frames? Yes. So I like to use uh, templates from websites that everyone has seen ads for around the holidays, like um, uh, Vistaprint and... Uh, Shutterfly? Yeah, Shutterfly. Those are the two main ones that I use. By the time we post this, I guess some of the promos might... Well, we really need dead. to... We really I can bump cards. this before. Anyway, yeah. anyway, uh, <laughs> if you get your cards done before December, they have specials where they're like half off. Yeah, they have a lot of. It's this is for next year, everyone. Or yeah. I can put this in front. Of the we'll, we'll find we'll out see. the order. We'll see. Anyway, anyway, um, but they have templates, and you can go through and. Preferably, you should have an idea of what you're doing before, or sometimes it will help inform what I'm doing. It just depends on if I was already set on an idea or not. Mm-hmm. But honestly, for pets, if you have a bunch of them, like different, you're going to do a collage. You're not going to do all one photo because a bunch of cats and dogs, realistically, you can't do just one photo. Like, mm-hmm. how would that even work? You could- we have five cats and two dogs. How are you going to get all the cats to sit just so? Because we can't hold them all between us. That's not going to work. Two of our cats do not like being held. No. Um, actually, I mean, really, Oliver doesn't love it either. But he'll tolerate it. He but Thor and Loki do not like it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, Loki hates it. Yeah. Thor will tolerate it unhappily for me anyway. Uh, but they don't like being held. So that would be a nightmare uh, for everybody involved. Nobody wants that. And then the dogs also, like, dogs are they're difficult to pose. Yeah. Right. To get to cooperate for a group photo. So um, if you do separate pictures or split them up into smaller groups, you can put those photos, you know, in your collage there and then piece it together. That way it works a lot better. Um, But, yeah, you can go through your different sites. I always go through both of those sites to, you know, because you want to look at your full range of options. Yeah. And they have different framings. and You can make your own templates, obviously. I just don't want to. Yeah. I find it easier to do that. There is, of course, if you have the programs, there's things, Photoshop, Photoshop-like programs. If you do actually want to do some sort of compositing, you can do that. It takes a lot more time. Unless you're going for, like, I don't want this to look realistic. I want this to look like a bad green screen. You can get away with that if that's a theme to have a little bit less professional. But um, there, Photoshop is not as hard as it sounds. Um, Photoshop-like programs, you can find some open software programs or trial programs for free for short periods, which can be useful um, the main thing that makes it easier is having something called layers so you can divide out where things are yeah. and it makes it a lot easier for editing. But I mean, you can, like, I've done on several years, like, uh, it essentially looks like it's just paint, like, cutely yeah. drawn over pictures for yeah. adding stuff like reindeer, reindeer antlers to some of the cats. Yeah. We've done things um, like that. That sort of thing to make it more Christmassy because you can't really, like, put those costumes on them, really. Yeah. They don't They don't really make that kind. And, or, you know, it also saves a lot of money on costumes yeah. to do stuff like that. Um, but and, you can, you can have it tie into the theme of the template that you got. Yeah. Um, where, it, you know, it still looks cute. It looks nice. Yeah. Um, another thing. It's also a lot easier. For cats, particularly, like, props that cats already like to interact with, like, boxes. 
cats like boxes. If you have a theme, you can be doing something like make, um, like if you were doing a, uh, a Halloween or autumn shoot, you can get a, um, milk crate filled with some straw. You're going to, if you just leave that in a room with like a light on it, a cat's going to come. That's cat bait there. Easy to catch them and be like, haha, my perfect. Tossing an apple, haha, my fall baby. Kind of think, I think the best thing to do with animals and animal photography is to kind of find what fits their actual nature already and then kind of adapt the photo around them versus trying to get the animal. Unless it's a very highly trained, posable animal for some reason, getting the animal. Getting, Absurdly photogenic, perhaps. Yes. Getting. They exist your idea to wrap around what your animal already does is going to give you higher success than trying to do something ridiculous that you know your pet will not do. Yeah. I think having Take something that would make them anxious. Yes. We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, as along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon.com slash PetParentsPod. Anything and everything can help. We would appreciate your support. PetParentsPod.com also lists that we are a BarkBox affiliate, so any special offers that we have, which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed, are going to be on that page. There's a link to BarkBox under the Ways to Support page on the website. We also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on, anytime you subscribe to BarkBox using the link BarkBox.com slash PetParentsPod, you can get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription. If you enjoy our content spread the word tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers now back to your regularly scheduled episode you don't want to do that nobody enjoys that also be careful about photo shoots in areas that are outdoors you uh obviously want to make sure that everyone is safe like if you're like oh i want to take my dog to this park and i want to have them have this beautiful silhouette under a tree and you take the leash off and go to set the photo and then a rabbit runs by and then your dog gets lost in the woods you don't want that to happen those are things to keep in mind about what you actually want from photographing animals and um also if for some reason you do want to get a professional you can look into pet photographers. There are people who specialize in uh, photography with animals. Uh, They actually are, it's a particular thing that you'll have to do your own sort of uh, research on. Local searching. Yes, Uh, but uh, I can give some good um, things to think about when thinking about a pet photographer. Are you first to think about like, are you looking for like a studio shoot? Like you have a professional show dog and they need their, their beauty shots or you have a professional actor dog who needs the beauty shots for the premiere. I mean, they could do a studio shoot for a holiday card. Yeah. You can do studio shoots. They have like a, you know, a holiday set. Yeah. And there's Santa photos with the small and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, what, um, so looking at a photographer, they photograph pets if they're their particular type of filming something you like. Like if you look at all their shots and like this is a very punky like black and white edgy uh, 
I don't I don't know the different types of photography. I'm not a photography major. And then you're like, but I was looking for something more whimsical, and all your stuff is like hard metal, coarse, abstract stuff. It's like maybe that's not the photographer. Yes. Yeah, so so think about what you want for the photos. And um, if you're going to hire an artist, irrespective of what you're looking to do, you need to look at their portfolio and yes. expect that what you're buying is going to be like everything else they did. Don't yes. try to make them do something outside of their normal purview. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if they, they, they have deliberately a, asking right. for it. Or if they have, like, a range, because they could show a range. Yeah. yeah, especially independent photographers, they tend to have a range of stuff. Like, yeah. a lot of them make their bread and butter from event photography. If they seem on board with the concept and they clearly have a range based on the portfolio, I think it's realistic to expect that, you know, they could probably meet your, you know, if they if they get your vision. Mm-hmm. And also uh, talk to them. Um, these are, if you are paying for something like this, these are sessions that take time. Um, you can ask their experience with pets. You can ask, um, like, what their training levels are. Because if they are doing specific, like, if they are specifically a pet photographer and that's how they market themselves, they should have some training and understanding of, animals and their behaviors um like if you were looking for someone it's like oh yeah i'd take a bunch of photos of dogs and it's like well i'm looking for a nice to do shoot with my cats oh i don't really work with cats but i'm willing to try that would obviously be a conversation you might want to look for someone or you might want to give them a shot but that would be a conversation and expectations going in mm-hmm. and this is your time to have that conversation of well, what do you know about cats? Have you ever owned a cat? And you feel free to actually if have a conversation. If I hate the pictures, how much is, does this cost me? Like, how, how is that going to work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because they... Because they've never done it before and it does not work out. Mm-hmm. Is it going to cost you? Do you need to look where elsewhere? Yeah, and just have those blank, uh, those very blunt conversations. Because another thing is someone who works on commission and gig by gig base, like photographers tend to do, they don't want to waste their time either. They don't yeah. want to have an hour shoot and then you hate everything and then you like right. have a fight over paying it. No one wants to. Because I'm sure with there that. would be some sort of fee, but like if it's too much, then you should probably just look elsewhere. Yeah, um, it, you're still paying for their time, but yeah. Um, you can ask about, uh, if you're doing an outdoor set, kind of like what I talked about with your mind's eye of the dog under the tree, find out like safety parameters in place. Um, because professional photographers, they can edit photos. So they might be able to edit leashes out. They might have special green leashes that they can eat more easily edit out. Cause that's another thing is certain colors don't pick up well certain patterns actually don't photograph well or video well so you might want to think if you're like i want him in his favorite sweater and you send a picture and they're like oh no this sweater will not photograph well so keeping all those things in mind um talking to the photographer before you book a session to figure out what their whole process is like what the expectations are and what they can do um is what you want and also finding out um, if you are getting like a full package, what does that include? Does that give you access to the negatives? Is that a printing? Will they set up all the print? Do you have access to like digitals, things like that? Those are questions to keep in mind because with any photographer, they make money off of the photos. So sometimes they might have certain rules about like the original or the film or the digital versions. And I'm sure they have different packaging, which you can figure out. And uh, just having 
direct conversations and also figuring out like if they're like, oh, yeah, I want to book uh, three cats. And they're like, yeah, I got a 15 minute session for you. Like most. That's not. Uh, yeah. Like you're going to have. I don't think that's enough for even one dog. No, <laughs> you kind of have to figure just out a lot more time just in case. Yeah. And another thing to think about is uh, Christmas time. They have the Santa pet days where you can bring your animal to go sit on Santa's lap. And um, it sounds cute and idea, but then it also depends on your animal. Like I was making the joke <laughs> about our dogs going. Um, I think Mishka would be like, what are we doing? But okay. While Rue, I think, would think... I think he'd be cautious, but he is friendly. He is friendly. and he, So he would say hi to Santa. And he's chiller. Yeah. Rue, it's like, hey... Rue would bark at him. Yeah. She would be anxious. I don't bark. trust this stranger. This strange old man. This with strange. his weird hat. And I know it's what they do for a living, these little photography places that set yeah. up the Santa and the Easter Bunny. Like, go get your pet, and it's cute. But, yeah. They would look victimized the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we uh, when we were at this dog park... While visiting Danielle's sister, um, this friendly older man was there with his dog, and um, we were walking by, or, you know, walking towards some sort of to walk by, and then he kind of called to her to pet her, and she was chill until he started calling, beckoning to her, and then she, like, lost her shit. She was like, oh my god, stranger danger! Yeah, uh, yeah, it was, I think she barked at him, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, it was, was, like, total demeanor change. And then completely, like, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. Yeah, she's go. like, go to the car, go to the car. She started, like, running off towards the car. It was, yeah. It was ridiculous. Like, she she was okay before that, but as soon as he started paying attention specifically to her, she's, she's like, like, oh, no, 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 mm-mm, mm-mm, no. He's a threat. <laughs> like, no, he seems nice enough, but okay. So, yeah, part of also a main thing. Do your dogs trust strangers? Yeah. do. So it sounds like a cute idea. And Some kids don't. Our dogs don't. Yeah. It's like any anything. You kind of have to know what you're doing getting in. And, hey, you know what? Sometimes you try something. It doesn't work out. It's okay. It's a funny story later on, years later. Maybe not that week. Maybe not next yeah. week. But, you know, eventually we look back and laugh at things. Can instead you dress up as Santa? Yes. <laughs> That's a, those are also thinking about if you do want to do something, how to make it work, which is best for the animal. Because mm-hmm. I think those are the most successful actual photos with animals Yeah, is either catching very candid, real, sweet moments in their life or moving your idea around the animal yeah. to suit them. Can it be in a familiar environment with a familiar yes. person? And also taking all that into consideration because if you are really set on this mountaintop view of a place they haven't gone they hate the outdoors you're gonna have to do a lot of work to get that really sweet relaxed candid photos that doesn't seem worth it i don't know i don't know what people's dreams are for their pet photography (laughs) okay i don't know well if you're looking at holiday cards um you know um on at least one occasion i was having a lazy card year and i literally just put like some nice photos in a you know like completely separate collage photo mm-hmm. template yes. so that's that's an option if you already have like nice photos of your pet and you want yeah. to put them in there so it's an option yeah you can dress just it be up. there separately you know yeah 
yeah. trying to think of any other helpful. It's going to be a shorter episode this week because I thought there'd be a little bit more um, banter. <laughs> but uh, no, I, let's see here. I'm trying to think. Any thoughts or questions that you guys would have or struggles you guys have had with photographing animals? I mean, not really. I honestly. I usually photograph them when they're sleepy, and then it's pretty easy. Yeah, sleepy is easy. Getting and they're them... always cute, yeah. so I'm not saying it always looks professional because the lighting is not always good. That Yeah, lighting is hard. Um, you can also create uh, one thing you There's can... Sometimes you can change by, like, you know, we're in the basement, you can turn the light on. Yes. Turning lights on, mm -hmm. uh, creating a neutral black uh, backdrop can help so if you're trying to do some sort of stage thing like uh, you can toss a white sheet over the area where like you want them playing with a, an ornament or something as an example since this is more christmas theme right now but you can toss it into anything easter egg um ball of yarn um baby booties to use your cat as an announcement for your future baby I don't know. There's lots of reasons to include your pet in photos. Or you can just do like I've done and use the, the card template sites to do an announcement for your new kitten. Yeah, we did that. Those were funny. I've done that a few times. Yes, because you're... Cheesy. I forgot to do it when we got Rue and Mishka. They'll never... I guess we were too busy with puppies. Yeah, because we, we arrived uh, home with puppies that, so. and we're like, ah, how do we puppies? Yeah, we, that's true. We didn't we really. We do have um, their progress reports. Yeah. And Those a little. Still in the fridge. Yeah. Their little footprint from like a PetSmart daycare thingy. Mm -hmm. That was cute. Um, yeah, I regret not getting more puppy pictures. I've always been a, a, a photographer of opportunity yeah. <laughs> with my iPhone, so. I mean, I think cameras on the phones actually make it a lot easier. Like, that's something... Oh, yeah, tons. I only have a handful of pictures of Trouble when he's real little because... Oh, God, yeah. Because, I don't have many pictures of my dog growing up. Yeah. Because she was put to sleep when I was in uh, high school year of... Yeah. Uh, yeah, senior year of high school, so... That cool. was before I had a smartphone. Yep. By, like, so many years. Mm-hmm. Because I took forever to get a smartphone, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was cheaper. Flip phones had cameras, and their cameras were okay. They did, but it was harder to transfer stuff over, so there, uh, was, yeah, there were definitely a lot lose. of pictures lost on yeah, camera. older yeah. cell phones, yeah. yeah. And they were not good quality. But the benefits is there's lots of them. And with the rise of the social media TikTok video game, uh, ring lights are a whole thing. So you can add additional lighting if you're one of those people. Or if you're, like, wanting to bring your pet photo game up to another level, you're like, it's always just so dark in where they hang out. Time to buy a ring light. The one thing I learned from my tattoo artist is that you can actually take one of those ring lights and sometimes the direct light is actually too harsh to get a, a, an effective, good-looking picture. Mm -hmm. Rue needs to pee. So what you can do is he flipped it upside down and pointed it towards the ceiling. And they have like a white drop ceiling, mm -hmm. which caused that inadvertent diffuse lighting effect yeah. so when he actually took a picture of my completed piece it looked really really good so nice. that's one thing you can do with ring lights if you have like a white backdrop 
is that indirect light is really what gives that, you know, good golden hour glow, you know, that you could possibly do. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah, you don't want it to be too harsh. Yeah. Because I've used, I've you know, when Danielle has also been home, I've used her cell phone as lighting while I took a picture with my phone. But you have to, like, hold one phone way far away from right. the animal you're taking a picture so right. that it doesn't, uh, it's not too harsh. Yeah. That's why, uh, for, yeah. That's why bathroom lighting in bars looks so good. Yeah. I mean, people take selfies in the mirror. <laughs> True. The diffused light. That's the trick, man. <laughs> yeah. That's why your, that's why your bathroom at home looks like shit because it's directly onto your face. You got those harsh shadows that are outlining everything. Oh, oh man! That's true. Lighting is extremely important. It's 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 an underestimated. It's really it's like everything in photography. You can actually uh, BS lighting really easy if someone else has uh, cell phone cameras while you're taking. They can have their flashlight on and move it to find the grating. Just talking about. Yeah. Okay. We were just talking about though. You have to hold it further away though, so it's not too harsh. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to cast those dark, dark shadows against the bright, bright face, and then it just looks awful. Yeah. Or their fur, if it's particularly shiny, you don't want it to look like there's flash. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There is actually cool effects. Like uh, we have the cat furniture, and there is one ledge that looks right down into a lamp. I had that on, and I like looked up. <laughs> And Quinn was looking very evil with the underlight. Because yeah. it's like the, are you afraid of the dark flashlight Yeah, looks? you put really. the flashlight right under the chin, and then you got those harsh, dark shadows. Super dynamic, yeah. 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 So it just depends on what you're going for, but you can, like, fiddle with a lot of photography and BS stuff a lot more than you think. Like, that is something if I learned If you don't have money school. for a professional, which um, I think a lot of people don't. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if you don't have a friend who, like, (laughs) does it casually for fun, you know what I mean, who wouldn't charge you. Yeah, so, because those those friends exist for some people. My cousin's one of those. My uncle was a photography guy. My dad actually has a degree in photography. Oh, that's believable. Yeah, he he used to do the, uh, like go to the mall type thing and or he he worked at like the one remember when walmart used to actually have photo studios i I actually used to work at sears portrait studio but you didn't know that about me no i didn't yeah no my trainer was garbage so i quit after two weeks oh jeez it's like she would show you something and then if you and then she would make you repeat it and then if you did it and then did it wrong on the first try, mind you, she would get frustrated and then do the whole thing for you. And I'm like, I literally Why was she training anyone? cannot learn under these conditions. No. I, I learned a lot about photography because I had like a couple of days, you know, working there. Um, but uh, I never learned how to use the uh, POS system, that's for sure, because she got so mad. That person should not have been training anyone. No, no, she she genuinely, and I know it wasn't me, because I, I am a very... People being I, trained are going to make mistakes, they're yeah. learning. I mean, Danny trained me, she can vouch for me. <laughs> I only Literally, trained once with her. Yeah. <laughs> You have to, trainees have to be told things at least several times, depending yeah. on what it is. It's repetition, yeah. Yes, so exactly. She was, she was probably my worst trainer, but I had fun working there. That's good, at least. Aside but, from that. 
Yeah. No. For the two weeks that you were there. For the two weeks that I was there. Yeah. yeah. I will say photography is a hard thing to do, especially mm-hmm. the studio thing, because you're dealing with a bunch of people, and they're like, they actually have the time limits. They're not just like, you've booked me for the day. Yeah. It's like, no, I got a family in 30 minutes, and yeah. your kid won't stop crying. Yeah. Plus. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's really subjective also. So, mm-hmm. like, if they don't like the picture of them, and everyone's their own, like, worst critic. Yeah. If they don't like the picture of them, but, like, you thought it was a good photo, the yeah. customer's not happy. Yeah. And they it's might hard. just, like, have body dysmorphia and stuff. So, like, that's something also that, that you, So then you got to yeah. be a therapist. So it's yeah. just that or they're just not going to be happy. Like, it's, Or a it's family hard. counselor has your... There's a breakdown. Or you have to figure out what it is that they don't like so that you can try to get a different angle or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So um, photography is complicated. Yeah. It's not, you don't necessarily need the most expensive equipment. Um, you can have expensive equipment and not know how to use it. These um, days, I mean, smartphones have really good cameras. Yeah. And you mm. can do editing. There's filters that make certain things look a little better yeah. and can cut out things. There's easy photo Photoshop editing. It's great. Yeah. Mm. I'm Our, actually, I, I know this is a controversial stance, but I really like the um, fact that Photoshop has a uh, subscription now. You uh, pay 10 bucks a month to use Photoshop. I used to, I, I understand the reason why mm-hmm. that it is convenient, and I do understand it. You, you can have it when you need it, have it when you don't. Mm-hmm. As someone who just likes having those programs on hand, I don't care if I have the newest program, I want certain features, and if I want a new program, I want to up. I just wish there was an option yeah. to like. You can have the subscription if you want it, but if you yeah. wanted to pay the extra money to just own a version of the software, and you'll get I cut off from it. I thought they were still selling the older ones. You can find you can find physical copy. You can find the physical copies, right? But you cannot officially own it. That type of stuff. You can pirate it, right? Yeah, that's what yeah. I used to do. Yeah, <laughs> yes. When I was a broke. But all the new stuff, if you want anything official to actually maintain things like Mm. that, like if you're doing something professional, like you have to just pay the subscription. That's what their business model is now. There is no like just straight up Personally, there was a time where I didn't actually know how to pirate it. And I would have paid, I was dirt. This is when I was at my poorest. Mm -hmm. I would have paid the $10 a month just to have it. I, just to have access. No, I totally to it. get yeah. it. So like, that's why I'm pro that. Yeah. No, that's, that is convenient. Yeah. It's convenient. It is nice to just own things. It is nice to own programs outright that yeah, you need. Yeah, I'd rather that. But mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been using Clip Studio. Yeah. Oh, you guys need a copy of Photoshop? I might know someone. I mean, Clip Studio has everything. <laughs> Clip Studio is good. I'm joking, I'm joking. Off, I also. I'm totally not going to illegitimately get a program at all. Uh huh. Yeah, fun. we don't ever do any of that. I mean, <laughs> nope. Those companies are doing just fine. Those corporations, Paint but whatever. Paint tool size, another program I like. It's a Photoshop-like program. It's very good. I mean, yeah. And like, you, you can still buy it to, outright. You, yeah, you still have to buy like Clip Studio. You can buy that one outright, outright. But it it works the same as pretty much Photoshop yeah, yeah pretty much yeah. the same as Photoshop it has pretty much all the same functions for what I need it for anyway. it also yeah. has an animation feature which I found really yeah. fascinating because oh, nice. yeah so does it's it work like, like um, Adobe Image Ready I think it was called uh, Flash frame by, frame by, no 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 
It was, it was a, I think it was called Adobe Image Ready, and it was a frame by frame animation program. And I used it to animate a few oh, things. Oh, I haven't looked at the animation. Adobe, part, so no hang idea. on. It was from like 2005. So Adobe this is Adobe old... Image. Gotcha. Yeah, back then the only thing that I used that was animation was Flash. So Image no Ready was what you Something like that. Ah, because Adobe had Flash. Oh, there is an Adobe Image Ready. It's a discontinued bitmap graphic editor. Okay. There you go. Bam. Loved it. That used to ship with Photoshop for yep. six years. Okay. That's exactly what I had. Okay, okay. Oh, yo, I know what you're talking about. I actually had a friend, he did full animations in Photoshop, which, by the way, that's the most psychotic way to do an animation. It is, yeah. But it does add a very <laughs> uh, painterly fluid, like, his stuff was gorgeous. Yeah. I had it watched him more. It yes. felt like that type of frame-by-frame frame animation that, that you do traditionally with, with the sketch yeah. paper and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just layers on top of layers that you can play in a row. Yeah, yeah. So was, I loved it. I loved to animate it on, yeah. on Image Ready. The thing is, with actual animation software, they have things like Onion Skin, which right. makes it a lot easier to see where you start and you finish because you can see the motion. Mm -hmm. and you can go back and change motion a little easier. Because yeah. part of flip... I had to do, like, full sketches for each frame. And then, yeah. yeah. No. And I was I... like, how do people do this? I'm just one man. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Animation, my dude. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but, um, photos. Get out there. Take photos of your pet. Take lots of them. Assume they're all going to be bad. And then find the one perfect one. And if you're going to do props... You assume they're all going to be bad. Anyway. Don't, don't get your hopes up. And then oh be surprised. Mm -hmm. No expectations. Yes. Uh, why are you and saying pleasant like surprise. failure? You're seeing them as they're being taken. You do realize, right? All the Except cameras for the these fuzzy, days. The ghost. All the ghost cats. Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that a cat? No, it's a ghost because they move their your, head. Your screen me. shows the picture as it's being taken. Yeah, like, but I can tell when a good picture is being taken. Yeah, but sometimes they move in the wrong second. If you have, uh, they have, on. Because dark. Light dark light take, take a, a second to, to well, rapture. Yeah. Yeah. But I have we're to... talking about lighting, though. It is easier to take it in better lighting. Yes. Well, yeah. what I'm talking about is having to take things in dark light because yeah. someone lives in a basement where they don't like the nice Well, we replaced on. the ceiling lights, and now the lighting works. Yes, but you still don't like them on. You do turn the lights I off get... every time you're in a room. I get migraines, and I have severe dry eye. Apparently, that means that I get eye abrasions, which also make my eyes light sensitive. So I'm sorry, but I'm a vampire. We're not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Sometimes you have to delay, and then they move, and then the picture's ruined. Yeah, my eyes. Uh, my eyes suck. Yeah. I guess also staring at screens, multiple screens for twelve hours a shift doesn't. Probably not good. No. No. No, it doesn't help to dry eye, let me tell you that. Nope. Will you? Anyway. Any other, uh, fine. You're Hopefully the rest of you are doing better than me this uh, this winter with your dry eye, if you have that. So. It's not going well. Dan believes that all your pictures are beautiful and that you Even though you just said, like, all well, of them are garbage. I, yes, that's why I'm changing my tone, because okay. apparently I can't say have no expectations and then be pleasantly surprised by the outcome, which is what I was saying. Vicious domestic. Look, I, I smell a divorce and it makes me very sad. 
No. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's you didn't do anything. I'm getting, Mommy I'm and Daddy a bit of CPTSD right now. Mommy and Daddy oh love God. you very much, Kip. It's not you. you it's us. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I'll take that question offline. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Uh, okay. Uh, so, Heath, where can people find us? That's how we're ending this. Wow, that's how we're ending this. Oh, do you have a better end? I mean, I was just take cute pictures of your animals. I, I don't think. Yeah, that's a great. Hopefully, you have pictures. a photogenic animal. I feel like a lot of cats are very photogenic. If you have an uggo, put a bag on their head. Oh my god. Don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Especially not a plastic bag. Oh, if no. A... Put a sticker. Use one of those little sticker icons. If you have an Uggo, take as many pictures of it as possible and post it on Instagram. Oh, and yeah. very popular. People will oh, yeah. fall in love That's with your right. ugly ass animal. People <laughs> you will get love so much money. Wonky pets. I follow this dog that looks like a pig werewolf and it is so fat and plump and i just mm. want to carve a ham hock off of him and eat him it's so delicious oh like badly stuff where you convince your coworker that had a yes. stuffed cat that had I... a literal stuffed cat yes it's just disturbing yes. Mm-hmm. Just because of how much We're they called. referring to Trouble. Trouble was Trouble. nicknamed Badly Stuffed, and yep. one of Kip's co-workers met him for the first time when he was over. Our, our late. And he's cat. like, oh, it's a real cat. Yes. And I was like, no, I don't have a stuffed cat. I'm not yes, a weirdo. Yes, a living cat at the time. Yes. <laughs> I'm not a weirdo. I have a real cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, Heath, where can people find us? Uh, they can find us on PetParentsPod.com. Tell your friends and family that like animals about us. Uh, parts of this episode have been strange. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's, that's not unusual. But anyway, uh, we're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. And you can email us PetParentsPod at gmail.com. And I guess you can send your concerns to that as well, <laughs> even though that was really not a domestic. You don't mm-hmm. have to be worried. No, it's all good. Also, Kip, we love you either Thank way. You. Yeah. Oh, you can send us your cute animal photos. Please oh, yeah, send please us do. your cute animal please photos. Please do. We will never say no to cute animal photos. Tell tell us their name. Yes. <laughs> we need their names along with their picture, please. Yes. yes. Um, as always, we will continue to get better. Uh, happy picture taken. Um, watch out for Santa Claus because he knows when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. Yeah, that is creepy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay. Well, goodbye. 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 Watch out for Santa. Goodbye. <laughs>